listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Broadcastbasement.com. Coming to you from the Whitney City Slam Studios in the southwest suburbs of Chicago, this is Whitney City Slam Podcast. Welcome in everyone, Mike Pankow here, the founder and editor of WindyCitySlam.com and the host of Windy City Slam Podcast. Welcome on in to episode number 185. We're going to recap some news and results from Chicago Style Wrestling, Power Entertainment, and Squared Circle Megastars, and preview some hot shows from around the region, and AEW All In in London. And we welcome High Five Tom from Midwest Wrestling Roundup with a rundown of all things ICW Milwaukee and Insane 8 Weekend with perhaps a surprise winner in Wisconsin's biggest deathmatch tournament. Plus, we welcome for the very first time Frontline Pro Champion, Frontline Pro Battle Champion, Wrestle League champion and former Rocket Pro champion, and he may have an affinity for vampires as well. Sexy violence, Quinn Wittick. You can catch it all right here on Windy City Slam Podcast. Stay tuned. Wrestling fans often talk about psychology in the squared circle, but what about your individual psychology and mental health? The counselors at True Heights Treatment offer in person or virtual appointments. To learn more, go to www.trueheightstx.com or give them a call at 708-248-7039. Hey, this is Trevor Outlaw, but you bozos can address me as you are rudely, and you're listening to the Windy City Slam podcast, and you can check it out every Tuesday. Oh, wait, I've been on this like five times. I should know this by now. Either way, not getting paid enough for this. Windy City Slam podcast. Check it out on Tuesdays, and you never know when Trevor Outlaw is going to be back. Welcome back to Windy City Slam podcast. And we're going to talk a little bit about AEW's All In. Sunday, August the 27th, the start of a huge week for AEW, starting in London and then coming to the Chicagoland area. So Sunday, August the 27th, AEW All-In at Wembley Stadium in London. And you can catch that show starting at noon. And Zero Hour will be on before that. And a part of Zero Hour, we have the ROH Tag Team Championship. Aussie Open of Mark Davis and Kyle Fletcher defend against the new best buddies, MJF and Adam Cole, baby. We'll see what happens in this little pre-show match. And if MJF shows his true colors, and turns on Adam Cole before their big match later on in the evening. On the main show, we have the AEW World Tag Team Championship of FTR, Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler, defending against the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson. AEW Women's World Championship, in a four-way match, we have Hikaru Shida defending against Tony Storm, Soraya, and Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. This might be one of the best matches of the night, and I think it could get a lot of crowd reaction, too, with Soraya coming back to her home country. This ought to be a lot of fun. And you have the element of two members of the Outcasts in this match of Tony Storm and Soraya. So 
Very interesting storylines developing there. Then we have the tag team coffin match of Darby Allen and Sting teaming up against the mogul embassy of A.R. Fox and Swerve Strickland. Six-man tag team match, the Golden Elite Kota Ibushi, Kenny Omega, and Hangman Adam Page take on Konosuke Takeshita and Bullet Club Gold of Juice Robinson and Jay White, and then the Stadium Stampede match, a six-on-six crazy brawl will have Eddie Kingston, Orange Cassidy, and the best friends of Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta, and the Lucha Brothers of Penta El Zero and Ray Fenix against the Blackpool Combat Club of John Moxley, Claudio Casanoli, and Wheeler Yuta, and three partners still to be determined. Now, it's going to be interesting to see who the three partners are in this match. And in a match that should be a classic, we have Will Ospreay taking on the Ocho, Chris Jericho. For the real world championship, this brings back memories of 1991 and the Nature Boy Ric Flair coming into WWE with that real world heavyweight championship. CM Punk defends that title against Samoa Joe. And then in the main event, the AEW World Championship, will they still be buddies at the start of this match? Will they still be buddies at the finish of this match? I guess we're going to find out. MJF defends the title against Adam Cole, baby. It's a pretty packed show. This should be very, very good if they don't overbook it and it doesn't go super long and kill the crowd. It looks fantastic on paper. They've sold 80,000 plus tickets. It's a big deal. Tony Khan's touting the largest paid attendance ever. And it's going to knock it out of the park, I think. Let's hope I'm right. All right, let's take a little look at local and regional action. Right now, we're going to talk a little bit about Wisconsin's biggest deathmatch event of the year. We have ICW Milwaukee's Insane 8, and we welcome to Windy City Slam podcast right now, High Five Tom of Midwest Wrestling Roundup. Tom, how you doing? Mike, I am great. The better question though is, how are you, my friend? I'm doing awesome. I'm looking forward to talking a little bit about Insane 8 and the whole weekend at ICW. Yeah, it was it was a big weekend, uh, and like you mentioned, this is the biggest deathmatch tournament in Wisconsin and maybe the Midwest. You know, our good friend, like we were talking off air, dysfunction uh, does bring the heat with these shows. But um, what he started doing a couple years ago is there's an awesome pre-show because obviously not everyone's a deathmatch wrestler. So yeah, like I said, he started off with an awesome pre-show. Basically, the first match opening the show was uh, Blazing Ben, Battle Tested Pro, beats Onyx and Ready, and it was a slugfest. You know, no offense to either of these guys, but it really wasn't what you call a you know catch catch can match. But awesome match, fun one. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was a good time there. So and then uh, oh, I do have to keep in mind it was about ninety five degrees out yesterday. It was warm, and we were on blacktop, so <laughs> things were a little different. But uh, the next match was a was an eight man four on four match. Good friends of uh, the my show theory of Asian unity, uh, Hua Ming and Josiah, with Baxter Belafonte and Sensei Troy Storm, uh, taking on former guests of the Windy City Slam podcast and the shirt I'm wearing here, uh, Country Air, and uh, the great outdoors of Oso Turco and the Yeti. Yeti Henderson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike, I don't know if you've seen uh, Yeti Henderson yet, but he's definitely probably one of the most over people in ICW all the maybe besides Eric Dillinger, who obviously we'll get to here a little bit later. But yeah, yeah Yeti Henderson is a guy I saw at the Heathen show a couple months ago. Okay, nice. Okay, yeah, nice. But yeah, listen, it was an elimination match uh, and said Yeti was the sole survivor. 
you know, so it was a good time. But yeah, everyone in this match is awesome. Like I said, if like I said, I mean, obviously Country Air is my favorite tag team in the Midwest. But besides, well, we talk about Minnesota and DS out of Minnesota, uh, Theory of Asian Unity, Mike, keep those guys on your radar. Mm-hmm. Super young. Josiah literally just graduated high school and he's already got three tag team belts under his belt. Those guys definitely have a future. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And while May's been coming, he's done a couple shows down in your neck of the woods. So yeah, keep an eye on him. So, uh, then the next uh, match we had is one, my personal favorites, uh, the specter Jaden Mercer. He is a hornswoggle who we'll actually talk about a student, uh, beat Armando Alvarez to retain the ICW alternative championship in the match. But uh, after the word, Jaden gets on the mic and he calls out the locker room, including the ICW world champion, Eric Dillinger, uh, the man of ICW. And then uh, who comes out is Mr. Tommy Trainwreck. Uh, Tommy Trainwreck is a, a newer guy to ICW, uh, answers the call. And uh, Tommy actually beats Jaden Mercer and we get a new champion. Oh. Um, but we do get an assist from Eric Dillinger because uh, Jaden was lipping off and uh, Dillinger came out, distracted Jaden, and Tommy took advantage of it. But uh, that's not the last we'll hear about Tommy Trainwreck, Mike. So, I mean... I will definitely go over my uh, my MVPs and everything after that. But, uh, yeah, so it looks like we are going to get a program with Eric Dillinger and Jaden Mercer. Sign me up, Mike. Yeah, Jaden's definitely one of those guys. He's mostly based out of Wisconsin right now, but he's starting to spread out. So I'm a big fan. So another young kid. Uh, but then we get BCC Holdings, which is Bobby Valentine and Ethan Matthews, hopefully future guest of uh, the Windy City Slam podcast, mm-hmm. uh, with Val Malone. Uh, versus two of my personal favorites and close friends, uh, the Apex athlete, CJ Cole, and Chucky Bates. Yes. Uh, the, the current ICW Midwest champion. I know you've seen Chucky Bates. Actually, I mean, you've seen CJ a couple times too, correct? Yes. Yep. They're both yeah. awesome. Yep. Yeah. I, I love those two. But yeah, in the end, uh, Chucky gets the pin. But then we did actually have a main event for the, the pre-show, uh, which was a hardcore match, kind of getting everybody ready. Uh, new kid, uh, Keaton Stonebreaker. I don't know much about him. Uh, this is my first time seeing him, uh, but he faced uh, the new ICW Milwaukee Alternative Champion, Tommy Trainwreck. And uh, Tommy Trainwreck does retain the title. So, yeah, he wrestled two matches in the pre-show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, that was a yeah, it was a good time. I said, I mean, obviously, ICW is known for, you know, its death matches. But, I mean, Dysfunction is bringing the heat with the pre-shows. Now, let's talk a little yeah. bit about the big Insane 8 event, and we had the tournament, plus we also had a special attraction as well, so let's get into that a little bit. Okay, um, yeah, and just real quick, I did, so Dysfunction did film uh, both shows, and you can buy that, but it will also be up on Smartmark uh, later today or tomorrow, Dysfunction said. Um, so they wasn't able to get some on Fight TV, but it was awesome, but yeah, like uh, we had referred to earlier, a match that's been brewing for a while. Unfortunately, uh, a Chicago Bears fan, no offense, Mike, but uh, Mr. Tyler Sullivan, who's from your neck of the woods, but obviously he wrestles up here, uh, took on Swoggle. Uh, these two have been chipping at each other on social media for a while, but Swoggle, the uh, WWE legend, gets the win with assist from his son. Uh, Swoggle was about to get powerbombed. His kid gave him a pair of tongs uh, and a strategically placed pair of tongs, and Swoggle gets the win, and he uh, he earned it. Swoggle is a bloody mess. And um, I just want to shout out real quick. I said, if you ever get a chance, uh, Swoggle's book. I said, I forgot to tell him this when I saw him. He's, his his autobiography is awesome. I don't know if you know if everyone's a reader or not. So, But yeah, that was kind of the pre-show. But our first match was newcomer and somebody I didn't know anybody uh, much about, Dr. Redacted. He's an East Coast guy based out of Las Vegas now versus everyone's death match, Aunt Mickey Knuckles. 
And so, Mike, I'm assuming, do you know much about Mickey Knuckles? I know she's been around for forever. I've heard a lot about her, and, and she gets crazy in there for sure. Yeah, and so I know she's not and not just a death match, but it's definitely kind of her specialty. And I do want to shout out real quick. So last year, her and Dillinger faced off in the first round. It is probably still the best death match I've ever seen in person. Uh, so go out of your way to find that. But in the end, uh, Doctor Redacted, after a bunch of uh, broken glass and thumbtacks, gets a roll up on Mickey Knuckles for the win. And uh, Mickey Knuckles doesn't take it very well, but she says, uh, you son of a gun, you know, I'll keep a PC here. If you don't win this turn, she's going to come back and kick his butt. So I'm a fan of Mickey Knuckles. Yeah, she she's awesome. So mm-hmm. uh, then the next match, your current ICW Milwaukee uh, heavyweight champion and defending Insane 8 champion, the public enemy Eric Dillinger survives the nine-time ICW champion uh, GQ Yanni. Yanni is a ICW legend. He's been around forever, recently moved back to the area. Dillinger had a really awesome coast-to-coast, through a garbage can, through a plate of glass, and gets the pin on Yanni. And then next, we have our 2020 Insane 8 winner. Mike, I don't know if you've ever seen this guy, but the Honey Badger, Neil Diamond Cutter. Heard of uh, Yeah, Neil, Neil's awesome. You know, it's, it's good to see he's starting to get his flowers and everything. So, but his nickname is the Honey Bay. He comes out to Neil Diamond, though. Nice. Yeah, it, it, it's perfect. You know, that gets the whole crowd into it. But Honey Badger is a very descriptive nickname. But he beat Remington Roar, the much larger. Uh, and the kind of the gimmick was it was for $3 because there was $3 just thrown in. And, you know, uh, Neil's gimmick is kind of like, you know, stapling people and everything, all that good stuff. So great match. Remington Roar, definitely a guy coming up on the deathmatch scene, too. So definitely keep an eye out for him. And then the final, the godfather of ICW Milwaukee and the Insane Eight, uh, three-time champion, uh, former alternative champion, former Insane Eight champion, former ICW champion, Orn Vite, making his return home uh, to ICW, beat the returning Brubaker, which I'm sure is a guy that you've seen a bunch down there. Quite a bit, yeah. Former CSW champion, yeah. guy that's been in Zello Pro, Central Illinois as yeah. well. He's actually a really good dude. I like the Filth King a lot. Yeah, I, I, I was pleasantly, I mean, it was very... To break down the fourth wall here is very fun booing him. He was very interactive um, mm. with the death match. It was, yeah, it was awesome. Uh, but then we moved on to our second round. And then uh, the aforementioned Dr. Redacted did take on Neil Diamond Cutter. And once again, lots of staples. Uh, at this point, half the ring was wrapped in barbed wire. So for the semifinals and the finals. But yeah, in the end, Dr. Redacted does beat the former Insane Day champion, Neil Diamond Cutter. So, and then Orin Vite, uh, like I said, we talked earlier, we had mentioned uh, that Eric Dillinger had a heck of a match with uh, Yanni GQ Giannis, uh, but unfortunately, Dillinger was not able to compete. Suffered a pretty deep laceration. He's okay from everything I, you know, I see on social media and everything, but he was replaced by my personal MVP uh, for the day, Tommy Trainwreck, making his third time. So it's not like he just went in fresh. Yep. Uh, but yeah, he came in and he filled in. And uh, he gave Orin all he could. Like I said, Orin is the legend. He is the standard bearer for ICW. I know he lives out in Colorado now, but I mean, all he did for this company for when I first started. But yeah, Orin does beat Trainwreck, but it was not easy. And uh, Trainwreck definitely got the, the seal of approval from uh, from Orin. And then uh, we did get uh, some music from uh, Force 5 Records. So there's a nice about half an hour uh, lapse there. For the, Obviously, you want to give Orin a little chance to um, rest and Dr. Redacted. But yeah. In uh, the finals was the Wizard King Orin Vite versus Dr. Redacted. I know he's got another gimmick he does in Kaiju Big Battle. Uh, super nice guy, by the way. But after a battle including many panes of glass, uh, lots of barbed wire, 
baseball bats with firecrackers on them and uh, a garbage can. And uh, shout out to my good friends, Josh and John, and a barbed wire trampoline that Dr. Redacted had jumped on through uh, from the scaffolding. But he does beat the legend. Actually, uh, Jerry had to call the match. Orn passed out. Jeez. Choked him out. Yeah. So we have a new Insane 8 champion, Dr. Redacted. So, yeah, it was, it was a great day had by all. As you can see on the screen here, listen, I'm a little redder than I usually am, you know? So, yeah, it was a good time. Plus, it was awesome. It's, you know, even if you're not into, you know, the whole deathmatch thing, this was a lot of fun, so. Seemed like there was a lot of great camaraderie between the fans and the wrestlers. And even though, yeah, it's a little barbaric in terms of the action, but people really dig what the the dedication and just the flat-out fearlessness of these competitors. Yeah, it was. I mean, let's say in their locker room, so I mean, by locker room, and it's basically just a tarp. You know, the guys are walking around between matches, very interactive. I was sitting next to my good friend Jim. Jim is a, a legend, as fans go here. Uh, he's very boisterous and just having a good time ribbing the wrestlers and everyone. Like I said, Brubaker, it was just going back and forth with him was awesome. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. So even if you're not into it, um, you do get a whole new appreciation for this. You know, and like I said, and I, I've talked to Eric Dillinger many times. I kind of know him a little bit on a personal level. So if he couldn't continue, it must have been pretty bad. So I know he's fine, like I said. So, yeah. So, but I, I mentioned earlier, like I said, um, you can email this function. If you got any questions, you can you know, ask me and get to the film. Or it should be out on SmartMark, I think, today. Because I know they were there in, in, the bu- in the building, even though it was in a parking lot. So, yeah, Tom, just go ahead and tell me a little bit about the Midwest Wrestling Report and where people can find that and whatever your social media is as well. Um, yeah, so yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, this is the Midwestern Wrestling Roundup. Basically, it's just a little promo show. I do have guests on. Uh, like last week, I did have a PUV show with Ref Jerry, kind of talking about upcoming shows. But yeah, that can be found on Visionaries Global Media on all podcast platforms. That is part of the View from the Top Rope, who are the guys that run Visionaries Global Media. And then I do have a Midwestern Wrestling Roundup Twitter on the Twitter. Uh, but then you can find me at High Five Tom. That's the number five, not five spelled out on Twitter. All right. High five, Tom. Thank you very much for coming on. We'll have you back on at some point down the line. Awesome, Mike. Thank you again so much, my friend. I hope to see you in in the real life sometime soon. All right. It's good to have high five, Tom, for the Midwest Wrestling Roundup. He's been a pretty good friend of mine the last couple of years. He's all over the Milwaukee area beat, southeast Wisconsin, northeast Illinois. There's all kinds of great things for wrestling in Wisconsin and in the Midwest. So check out Midwest Wrestling Roundup with High Five Tom. All right, this past weekend we had Chicago Style Wrestling's Extreme Intentions at the American Legion in Franklin Park. This was quite the night because every single champion in CSW, although they all did not defend their titles on this night, but every single champion was on the losing side of their match. That's a really rare occurrence for any wrestling card. And these results are courtesy of Sean Lennon of PWE Report. He was on hand at this show ringside, and he posted these results online. So here we go. We have the CSW Championship. Marche Rocket defeats Conan Lycan, the champion, but it was via disqualification, so Conan Lycan is still your CSW champion. And in a tag team affair, we had the legendary Tommy Dreamer and superstar Steve Boz defeating the tandem of CSW Metro Division champion Iniestra and attorney Eric Schultz. And then we had a Wheel of Doom match. It ended up being a body bag match. And Joey Jet Avalon defeats Doom Montgomery. And this was a huge win 
for this young wrestler in this match. Ring of Destiny qualifier, Mario Pardua defeats Hades X1X to qualify for the Ring of Destiny match, which happens in November. So huge win for Mario. Hoping maybe to see some other young guys step up and get into that match as well. And then we had Shane Hollister defeating Warhorse. Solomon Tupu knocks off Cody James. For the CSW Tag Team Championship, Team Sexy of Jax Johnson and Ryan Matthews defeat Big Mood of Mateo Valentine and Jack Moody to become the new CSW Tag Team Champions. In a scramble match, Shane Boucher defeats Joy Mayberry, Moondog Murray, Adam Stallion, Jay Marston, and Rafael Quintero. And in a women's trios match, Bombshell Shelly Benson, Missa Kate making her CSW in-ring return, and young Maggie Lee defeat the triumvirate of CSW women's champion Sierra, Amina Belmont, and Heather Reckless. So again, all four CSW champions lose. Kind of a shock. And then some highlights from Power Entertainment's Rumble in the Harbor from this past Saturday night, August the 19th, at the Schlatter Rec Center in Winthrop Harbor. For the POW Entertainment Championship, Moondog Murray retains the title over Joey Mayberry with Jillian. And then in a key match where the winner advances to the eight-man number one contenders tournament on September the 2nd in Fox Lake, GQ defeats Silas Young. And in an over-the-top rope battle royal to determine the new POW Entertainment Midwest champion, congratulations to Tommy McCobb on winning that title. Also this past Saturday night, August the 19th, Squared Circle Megastars presented Mega Games at the Berwyn Eagles Club and the 40-man Mega Rumble match goes to the King of Flight, Will Austin, winning the bout he last eliminated James Creed and ironically enough, they were number one and number two in the match. And this match lasted almost 90 minutes. Amazing stuff right there. Both these guys with their endurance. We already knew the credentials of a James Creed, but Will Austin making a name for himself in this bout as well. And also, James Creed, who was the ARW champion, and JPH got into a confrontation before this show as Creed was doing some in-ring preparation. JPH jumps in the ring and attacks him. And later on in the Mega Rumble, Creed gets his revenge by eliminating JPH. And for the SCM Championship, the Cobra retains the title over Prince Ahmed. Coming up this weekend, we have a lot of shows in the area and in the region. Saturday, August the 26th, Bruce City presents Lucha Palooza at Mexican Fiesta at the Summerfest Grounds in Milwaukee. Bell time for that show is 2.15. You have to have festival tickets to access the wrestling. And then Saturday, August the 26th, Backbreaker Wrestling's On the Ropes will be in Griffith, Indiana. Also Saturday night, the 26th, Pro Wrestling King presents Sabotage at the VFW Post 9323 in Lake Station, Indiana. Also Saturday night, the 26th, Janesville Wrestling Alliance presents their Super Pro Wrestling Show at the Stock Pavilion in Janesville, 6 p.m. Bell, 4 p.m. Collectibles Show. And then also Saturday night, the 26th, we have Racine Championship Wrestling presenting Let's Go Crazy. I got that Prince vibe going on there. At the Old Milwaukee Pub in Racine. Also Saturday night, August the 26th, 
Frontline Pro and Battletester Pro Wrestling present Battle Lines at Salvation Army in Oak Creek, Wisconsin. Bell time is 6 p.m. For the Frontline Pro Championship, this week's Windy City Slam podcast guest, Quinn Wittick, defends against Jared Jacks. And for the battle-tested World Championship, Bulletproof Ben McCoy defends against Shaq Jordan. Plus, you'll see Will Emery, Nell Dillinger, Tommy Trainwreck, Joey Dalton, Kid Lat, Rockin' Rivera, The Bro Bros, Hot Rod Danny Andy, The Ewok, and more. Also Saturday night, August the 26th, Southland Championship Wrestling presents Brawl at the Brewery at the Steam Hollow Brewery in Mantino, featuring high-voltage matches with the SCW High Voltage Champion, Warren C. Freiburg III Esquire, defending against the Amazing Turtle, VIP against Brandon Espinosa, and The Sheik takes on Johnny Chaos. Plus, on the card, you will see SCW Champion Aaron Xavier, SCW Genesis Champion Benny Vargas, SCW Tag Team Champions Dysfunction, Sharpshooter James Creed, The Kang, Miles Mercer, Shauna Reed, Angel, Hunter Payne, and the legendary human highlight reel, Acid. Moving on to Sunday, August the 27th, we have Ileana Pro Wrestling at the VFW 311 in Richton Park. Special host of the show, Rocket Pro GM, Damian Saint. And on the show itself, we have Medallion Tournament Action, four first-round matches leading into a Fatal 4-Way Championship match. We have TW3 against Hot Rod Daddy Andy, Gustavo versus Nick Diamond, D'Angelo Steele versus Corey McHenry, and Jay Thunder versus J.R. Lindsay. The winner of those four matches will meet in the Fatal 4-Way later on. IPW League Champion Damian Gray defends against Kid Lat. IPW Tag Team Championship The Booze Brothers defend against the tandem of the RPW Chicagoland Champion, the Amazing Turtle, and the RPW Inter-County Champion, Rion Skills. And in a special challenge match, we have Renee Van Peebles against the debuting Brittany K. And last but not least, on Sunday night, August the 27th, Super Wrestlers strike back at the Concord Music Hall in Chicago. And this show features, for the prize, Shogun defends against Destructo with Madam Shatter. And then, Bitness Puppy takes on the punk rock prince, Jordan Cross. And Vlad Bladder, teen vampire, that guy seems a little familiar, he takes on Pubic Moose. And you'll also see on this show, USA Hull, Ryor the King of Crosternia, Danger Mask, the Porch Pirate Red Blackbeard, and, get this, Nolan the Fucking Wizard. Alright, coming up in mere moments, we welcome for the very first time a guy that has a busy weekend ahead with Frontline Pro, ladies and gentlemen, Sexy Violence, Quinn Wittick. Stay tuned! My name is Storm Grayson, I'm your freelance wrestling world champion, and you're listening to the Windy City Slam podcast want to get more customers for your business promoters do you want more exposure for your upcoming event windy city slam podcast can be your tag team partner advertise with windy city slam and reach wrestling fans in the chicagoland area and in the midwest message us on facebook instagram or twitter or email mike pankow at windycityslam.com that's m-i-k-e-p-a-n-k-o-w at windycityslam.com SSW Tag Team Champion, the Punk Rock Prince, Jordan Cross here, live at the Broad Stop in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And you 
are checking out my best friends over at Windy City Slam Podcast. Mike Pankow, you are the man. Make sure to subscribe, like, follow, share, and everything else. And you can follow me at The Jordan Cross. I am the Punk Rock Prince. Thank you. All right, back here on Windy City Slam podcast this week. And I'm very excited for this special guest. We welcome, for the very first time, Frontline Pro Champion, Frontline Pro Battle Champion, Wrestle League Champion, and former Rocket Pro Champion. And he may have an affinity for vampires. Sexy Violence, Quinn Wittick. Quinn, how you doing? Pretty good. How about yourself? Excellent. Glad to have you on. Looking forward to this. Oh, I've been looking forward to it too, man. I've watched a lot of episodes of the Wind City Slam. More than excited to be a guest on it now. All right. You've been wrestling for about seven years, right? Uh, yeah, give or take. I want to say 2015 I started. Uh, with, yeah, seven, seven, eight, somewhere in there. Yeah. Okay. So where did you get your start? Wow. Holy crap. I've never really been asked. Uh, Anarchy Pro. <laughs> to, 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 do the short way. My brother-in-law used to train and book there. I went into a very like depressive, like phase of life at that point in time. I remember calling him and being like, yo, help. What do I do? And he kind of like gave me the whole speech of how wrestling is therapy for most people that are in it. And kind of sold me. It took him about 30 seconds and he sold me. I went to a practice and never really turned back. And now here I am almost eight years in. So was there any particular wrestler or wrestlers that influenced your style as you were growing up and thinking about doing this pro wrestling thing? Uh, I think like every white kid with blue eyes, I saw Jeff Hardy and I was like, oh my God, I want to be that so bad. And Ray Mysterio, all the small guys is when you're a kid, you know, small guys. As I grew up, I started liking the Triple H's more. I started understanding the John Cena's and Hulk Hogan's a lot more. And this right there is my my top five. Triple H, John Cena, Hulk Hogan, Rey Mysterio, Jeff Hardy. Those are those are the the core centric guys. Now, uh, how about how old are you right now? Uh, I hate thinking about this. I'm about to be thirty in February. <laughs> so you caught the like the tail end of Hogan when you were a kid, basically. Yeah, yeah, I caught all the uh, NWO Hogan stuff, and then growing up, you know, get exposed to more and more of what I missed before I was born and stuff, but. Growing up, I saw the uh, the third man, Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. I saw the turn and all that, and it was mesmerizing. Absolutely mesmerizing. Yeah, I was 21 when that happened. That, that shows how old I am, number one. And number two, it was a really <laughs> cool moment just to see, oh, goody two-shoes, say your prayers, eat your vitamins, Hulk Hogan. I actually try out being a heel, it, which was really, really cool for the time. Yeah, it was something I uh, I remember being very, like, dumbfounded by it because i knew you know like i I knew say your prayers eat your vitamins hulk hogan for the longest time growing up and then uh to watch him make that turn was just it showed me anything could really happen in this business you know and it it was just you you can never fully expect what to expect and you also mentioned jeff hardy and just looking at your style i mean i can see a lot of jeff hardy in in your work uh, doing the ladder match at rocket pro and just kind of throwing your body around a little bit here and there i could definitely see jeff hardy in you oh thank you that's uh that's the biggest inspiration i took from him i could say it was the uh the daredevil tendencies the reckless abandon uh, whatever 
whatever makes the moment that people aren't going to forget is is what I took from him. Now, you've come a long way since Anarchy, and you've been starting to collect titles over the past couple of years, including the Wrestle League Championship. A lot of local guys have come through there. So what is it like to work with Wrestle League? Sometimes a headache. Sometimes it is exactly what a wrestler could ask for. Everything a wrestler could ask for. You know, there's the uh, the camaraderie in the locker room. Sometimes there's a little bit of uh, problematic nature. But, I mean, like if you don't have a somewhat problematic locker room, you're not making money. So everything a wrestling league is honestly, if it's not perfect, it's imperfect in a perfect way. Yeah. I mean, having a locker room, you know, with different ideas, maybe some egos, maybe some people with some, you know, differing thoughts from other people, you know, I mean, sometimes it's mm-hmm. actually a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. One, 100%. If, if everyone is always in agreement and everyone always, is leaning toward the exact same thing that nothing different is ever happening. And then we're robbing fans of actual creativity through the art that we do, you know? Mm-hmm. And you also helped train with them at some point, correct? Uh, Yeah. Um, late 2018, 2019, that, uh, the end of the JPW beginning of the wrestle league era, kind of like we were saying earlier, that was where the head trainer of wrestle league kind of stepped away for a while. You need to just reorganize things in his life and then come back to the business with a, a better head about it. And we were just kind of left with no trainer, no one to coach and somebody needed to step up. Somebody had to like, Hey, I know this. And it kind of became a, a melting pot for a second. And then I found myself just stepping to the forefront and like, Hey, classes are going to be these days. Now here's the times. Here's when I can make it. And even to this day, these, uh, a lot of the kids are still hit me up in my inbox and my DMs. They're asking for advice and stuff. It's it's a very weird experience. I went from being a flat-out student there to, like, a coach. I'm, I'm a full-on coach there now. It's very, very wild. Mm-hmm. Now, Frontline Pro, over the last year or so, you've simply dominated there. You're the current Frontline Pro champion and Frontline Pro battle champion. And I actually saw you wrestle for Frontline Pro on their first Illinois show back in 2019 in Oakland. It was the six-person match where I believe Miss Kate was in it as well and Aaron Arsenal, among other people. How did you get connected with Ben McCoy and the folks over at Frontline? Wow, where did I meet Ben? Oh, wow. Yeah, I met Ben at a Blitz WrestleFest. I think it was WrestleFest 6 or 7. Oh. I want to say I was just some kid weird kid in a locker room with Seth Rollins haircut, the bleach blonde side of my hair and everything, just trying to do whatever I can to look different. I evidently caught his eye, because uh, if you know Ben, you know Ben likes to talk. Mm-hmm. And through through no fault of his own, the man has a lot of a lot of cool ideas, and he is very easy to brainstorm with. So I ended up catching Ben's attention, and for the next like two hours sitting in this locker room, we just talked and talked and talked and talked. He told me about how he was uh he's booker at this company up in Wisconsin and he's looking to be starting his own company soon and just kind of went from there. He brought me in for Battle Royals. I uh, did a couple like short one-on-ones, like five to seven minutes or so, some short one-on-ones for him. And then slowly the snowball just kind of tumbled downhill and gathered the snow. So coming up this weekend, Saturday night, August the 26th, Frontline Pro and Battle Tested Wrestling come together to the Milwaukee area with Battle Lines, and that'll be at the Salvation Army in Oak Creek. 
and you'll be defending the Frontline Pro Championship, which you've held over a year now, against Jared Jacks after Jared recently picked up a victory over WWE legend Gangrel. So what do you expect out of this match and out of Jax? Oh, there is a world of expectation. A lot of people might not know this, but the first person that I ever wrestled in the state of Wisconsin back in maybe like May of 2017 was Jared Jax. He was the very first person I made contact with inside of a ring in the state of Wisconsin. And since that time, I think I've wrestled him upwards of 20 times so it's safe to say we know each other forward backward in and out mm -hmm. uh jared is one of the most respected and respectful people that i've seen in a locker room like throughout the midwest he walks in people know who he is people know what to expect from him he is a uh he's a fantastic person he's a fantastic worker and when it comes to being in the ring with jared jacks it takes nothing less than 110 percent now, you've mentioned you may have wrestled him about 20 times. Now, when you wrestle somebody that often, do you feel like you got to change a couple things up with each new match? Have to. Have to, have to, have to. I mean, I'm, I've never been a fan of giving the people the same old thing over and over and over again. After a while, it becomes dull. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, um, for, for anybody listening, if you're going to come to Oak Creek, Wisconsin to come see Battle Lines, you will be seeing something very, very, very different. Now, this is a collaborative effort between Frontline and Battle Tested, and proceeds are going to be raised for Heart of the City. Also featured on this show will be a match for the Battle Tested World Championship between Ben McCoy, who's defending the title, against Shaq Jordan. Now, those are two guys you know pretty well. Very, very well. I, uh, I am proud to say I had a large hand in uh, Shaq Jordan's development. Up until this point, he is growing into an amazing performer. He's always been a fantastic athlete. And Ben is like one of the godfathers of Wisconsin. So when I look at that on paper, I see Shaq Jordan versus Ben McCoy on paper. It it, it makes my chest tingle. And just knowing that I'm going to see them standing across the ring from each other. Because I've wrestled both of them at least a handful of times. I know what both guys are capable of. This is going to be fantastic. It's going to be such a show to see. And Shaq Jordan's a guy who I actually saw wrestle in the ring with you involved as well at Rocket Pro Wrestling back last November in that big ladder match. It was you, Shaq, Aaron Stone, and Jay Fowler in that crazy ladder match. Yes, yes. I remember the, I remember the big fall I took at the end of that ladder match. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Stone and Not a fan. Which leads <laughs> us to Rocket Pro Wrestling. And you've had some great success with them as you were their champion for several months, but you were stripped before their Kicks on 66 show in May when they announced that you were hospitalized. And now you get a chance to get back the Rocket Pro Championship that you never lost. It'll be in a TLC match, Tables, Ladders, and Chairs, and against Dreambreaker Aaron Stone, the champion, at Fall Brawl on September 9th at St. Joseph Park in Joliet. So what do you feel about this match coming up? There's a lot of things that I feel about this match coming up. <laughs> there's animosity. There's there's respect for Aaron. I, I have no problems with Aaron personally. It just so happens that he's standing directly in the way of what I need to take care of. And uh, I always find it to be really weird with the, the title stripping situations. Because then you go and put the title on another guy and like the, the Ric Flair thing, right? To be the man, you got to beat the man. And there mm -hmm. has to be that changing of the guard you can't just take it off of someone 
hold it up in the air and then hand it to somebody else. It's a very, uh, it's a very sticky situation. I would say I'm going to do what I have to. And that's, that's once again, no problems with Aaron and through no fault of his, he's just in the wrong place at the wrong time. And you're going to be channeling your inner Jeff Hardy in this match. I'm sure in this TLC affair. I'm going to be channeling my inner, a lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) And this is a match where I think both of you guys are going to have a chip on your shoulder. You never lost a title in the ring. You want it back. And Stone is going to want to try to defend that title and defeat the guy he was supposed to face back in May. So I think that's going to be awesome with the way you two are going to kind of collide in this match. Mm -hmm. Something to prove for both of you guys. Yeah. And uh, for, for all the the crap stirring that made the situation, you got to, take a step back and look at the whole thing and really admire the the boiling point that it's all reached you know i think you're absolutely right with that and you also got to wrestle a couple of months back at power entertainment's pride show back in june called you better work and it was a four-way match with mason perks axel rico and axel abrio so what was it like to be a part of that special event oh that was absolutely fantastic it was my first time working with slash four pal um my first time like professionally meeting jimmy blaze face to face and uh, my first time meeting effie wonderful human being mm-hmm. um the entire locker room over there was fantastic the show was awesome uh everyone that i shared the ring with was on point there's nothing nothing but absolute wonderful things to say about you better work that one was fantastic and i'm pretty sure there's going to be another one going on next june yep and i'm crossing my fingers hoping to be a part of that as well yeah that was a great event mateo valentine going in with uh jimmy blades and then having effie there was amazing and enjoy mayberry moon dog murray all that talent on that card was fantastic <laughs> those are the boys man those are the boys mm-hmm. now so i've heard about this guy uh flad bladder teen vampire so what do you know about him Harry likes makeup. Harry likes biting people. Now, Harry's going to be at uh, Super Wrestling Strike Back August 27th. Mm-hmm. Um, he's looking to party. He's looking to figure out his way to capture this prize. Mm-hmm. So we can party in the sunlight again. Yeah, As you know, vampires can't go out in the sunlight. You nope. be allergies. Yep. And that's Super Wrestler Strike Back, Sunday night, August the 27th, at the Concord Music Hall in Chicago. And there's Shogun, who you just referenced the prize. He is the man that won the prize at the night of the Super Wrestlers. And then you got talents such as Ryor, the King of Crossternia, Destructo, Pubic Moose. And then there's a match that's been announced with the Punk Rock Prince Jordan Cross versus Bidness Puppy. And then there's going to be a couple of new super wrestlers, one called Nolan, the fucking wizard, and another Nolan, the fucking wizard, (laughs) and another guy named the porch pirate, Rad Blackbeard. So that sounds like a loaded show to me. Absolutely. The the character quality in that company is absolutely phenomenal. Nothing short of just spectacular. (laughs) From the mind of Billy Whack, of course, from the yes, and, wrestling and, and if you don't know who Billy Whack is and you're listening to Windy City Slam, slap yourself. Yep. Or check out Billy Whack's episode from this past November, one of the highest rated episodes we've ever had. 
rightfully so it should be it very much should be all right so you're a few years into this wrestling career so where do you see yourself in a few years i honestly don't know i i got into this without a plan i didn't have like a five-year plan or a 10-year plan i i got in because i needed therapy and because i wanted to stay alive so this entire thing has just been an experience of pablo Pijasso was quoted in uh, one of my favorite quotes ever is, I do not seek, I find. So I don't necessarily think I'm seeking to be anywhere in the next five years. But I definitely think I will find somewhere to be within the next five years. I try not to force anything. Just let let the art happen as it happens. Sexy Valance, Quinn Winnick. Could you go ahead and promote your social media if you have any merchandise out there? And I know I've mentioned a lot of upcoming events already, but go ahead and throw out some of the upcoming events. All right. We have the 26th. We have Frontline and Battle Tested Battle Lines. The 27th, we have Super Wrestler Strike Back. The 2nd of September, we have Lucha in the Park for Wrestle League. And where is that? Unity Park in. September 9th, St. Joe's and Joliet. I face Aaron Stone for the Rocket Pro Championship in a TLC match. I think that's my next month or so. My social is you can find me all over Instagram, Twitter, Quinn the Creature, K R E A T C H R. I know it's very weird spelling, but Quinn the Creature, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, my Facebook, I am Quinn Wittick. Pretty easy to find me there. I'm very accepting of a lot of friend requests. I'm an open kind of guy. That's where you can find me. Uh, my merch is available at a merch table near a show that I am at. That's all my stuff. All right, Quentin Wittick, thank you for coming on Windy City Slam Podcast, and we'll be looking forward to seeing you at some of these upcoming shows. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, man. Fun conversation with another first-time guest, Sexy Violence Quinn Wittick. He's going to be a busy guy these next few weeks. Check him out at places such as Frontline Pro slash Battle Tested Pro Wrestling and Rocket Pro Wrestling, among other shows as well. And you might see a certain alter ego of him show up at Super Wrestlers Strike Back. All right, next week we're going to preview a huge weekend ahead on the Chicagoland scene with AEW, AAW Pro, Freelance, and much more. Plus, we welcome for the first time, you've seen him in Chicago-style wrestling and POW Entertainment, among other promotions, and he'll be a part of Effie's Big Gay Brunch 7 coming Labor Day weekend, the dad bod, demigod, Joey Mayberry. Catch that all right here next week on Windy City Slam Podcast. So long, everybody. Everybody.